1: Podcast. I'm Rooster here with Crow. Bruh. 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 You should have a whole episode where just like bruh. 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 Bruh.
0: <laughs> How's it going, Rooster? Good. How you enjoying that uh cold snap, the Arctic, whatever the fuck it is that's going on here.
1: It's fucking cold. Yeah. I mean like that booger freeze spit and it freezes before it hits the ground, kinda cold.
0: Yeah, I had a a vehicle that I drive last year on the coldest day last year, which I don't remember what it got to, but it got pretty fucking cold last year. Not this cold, but cold. And a transmission dropped, just went out on it while I was driving, just on a straightaway, just clunk, transmission just stopped working. And it was under warranty, and I got it fixed. And then on the coldest day today, this year, that same vehicle, exact same thing happened. (laughs) So I think that's a lemon. That's what you call a lemon.
1: I had two sprinkler pipes break it. At work. Ooh. Two.
0: That's, that's a, not good.
1: There's a reason those are good at stopping fires. Because oh, there's man. a lot of water that comes out of them. Is it,
0: are you able to turn it off really fast or no?
1: Yeah. You just got to hit that. But the thing is, are you hitting the water main or the sprinkler main? You know? So you're not sure which one it is. It's just a shit ton of water coming out. So, anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about.
0: Yeah, and we're, uh, we're uh, recording at the this our second bunker. So it does. It's going to have this uh, little different sound again. This time. it's our
1: first bunker. Okay. It's our second location. Okay. <laughs> this is the one with all the guns and ammunition. Yeah, it is. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. So, what do you want to start with first?
0: Do you well, want to? Well, I've got a little list here today, so I'd like to start with the. Uh, we talked a little bit last time about the new York, the new uh, New oh, York yeah, abortion yeah. bill, and I'm think, still mad. Yeah. Well, g- prepare. Get be prepared to get. Matter.
1: No, I know what you're getting into, and that's something. Uh,
0: so now, Virginia, a Virginia Democrat proposes a bill that allows abortion as the woman is dilating.
1: Uh, actually, after that, even
0: yeah, and I made that crude joke last time about uh, up to a minute after birth. Well, that's not a fucking joke.
1: Yeah, Delegate um, Park is her last name from uh, Virginia.
0: Well, I'm I'm seeing Virginia Democrat Delegate Kathy Tran. Proposed to oh, yeah. measure.
1: Trans, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was Park. She um, she was being questioned about it by the chairman of some committee.
0: She's talking to uh, um, uh, Delegate uh, Gilbert is who's who's talking to her. And I asking, think is
1: the chairman of the committee. Right,
0: and he's asking her questions about this. So he goes, so how late in the third trimester would you be able to do that? Um, she goes, it's very unfortunate that our physician witness were not able to attend here today. And he goes, No, 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 I'm talking about your bill. How late in the third trimester could a physician perform an abortion if he in- indicated it would impair the mental health of the woman? And she goes, Or physical health. And he goes, Okay, I'm talking about mental health. Uh, you know, she tried to deflect there. And he goes, mm-hmm. uh, She goes, Tran. She goes, Well, through the third trimester, the third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. And Gilbert says, Okay. But to the end of the third trimester? And Tran, Yep, I don't think we have a limit in the bill. Gilbert. Where it's obvious a woman is about to give birth, that she has physical signs that she's about to give birth, would that be a point at which she she could still request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Tran, Mr. Chairman, that would be a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman would have to make at that point. And Gilbert says, I understand that. I'm asking if your bill allows that. And Tran, there's... What you're not There's getting a, from this transcript is all the long pauses before the, she answers.
1: No pun intended. The pregnant pauses.
0: Yeah, nice. So she, big, long, pregnant pause. And she goes, my bill would allow that. Yes.
1: But then uh, Virginia governor went on. Oh, on our, God. He yeah, was on was was was, a radio station somewhere. And he said, by the way, if I understand right, is a pediatrician, the irony, uh, said that if a woman, and he's trying to couch it as um, the baby is born with a birth defect or something like that, or couldn't survive outside the womb, he says. So they would basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, and I might be getting some of this you're, out you're of on, sequence. You're yeah,
0: out of sequence, but, you're, but you're, that's the point. Of, and but, also,
1: but basically, he's very proud of the fact that, or at least in my opinion appears very proud of the fact, that you could deliver that baby, make, in his words, make the infant, he uses the word infant, comfortable while the mother and resuscitate the baby, the infant, if that's what so desired, so desired. Uh, but and at that point, they would decide what they'd want to do. At that point, you're talking about murder, murder. You're injecting, uh, I can't remember the drug, into the baby to stop its heartbeat.
0: And when I saw this, this, um, this radio show clip of him, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought this can't be right. This, this he must have misspoke or just not got clearly across what he meant. No, because he this can't be true. And and everybody saying no, no, this is what he meant. And his tone is very conversational. That's, that's why I thought. Does he is he answering is he answering a different question? Is he does he not is he not thinking clearly how to p- say this because this is coming across as fucking evil. And uh, and I'm like something something something's not right here. He's he's going to have to come out with a statement saying this is not what I meant. I meant this that and the other. But so far. He meant exactly what we, mm-hmm. what everybody's thinking. He, he meant.
1: I just, this stuff is.
0: And and stop what, before. Sorry to interrupt. Um, this, the fact that he said some tried to couch it in the terms of 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 uh,
1: birth defect, birth or... defect,
0: and all that kind of stuff. At at that stage, you would know well before that if there's a birth defect or mm. something that would be make the kid the, the child unviable,
1: no. right? You can, you wouldn't necessarily. Mm. So, um, I've said this before. I have a relative who's in um, healthcare field. In this specific uh, field, you can have lots of tests done to find out if you are likely to have, you know, Down syndrome, things like that. You can do an ultrasound that will reveal, you know, missing limbs, missing organs or things like that, the viability, if you never have it done, you don't know. Now, in this day and age, they generally do an ultrasound because I don't know if it's required, but they generally encourage you to do an ultrasound because you can have what's called placenta previa, which is the the mother's, the baby's placenta grows over the birth canal, in which case, and this was back in the 60s and stuff before they had, um, before they had ultrasounds. The mother died during childbirth because the baby ruptured the placenta. There was too much blood. You bled out. And now they do ultrasounds to see if that happens. I had a neighbor who had that. She had that during her pregnancy. And uh, they said, well, we're going to do a C-section because if we don't, you're going to bleed out during pregnancy. So generally they do those ultrasounds so they know that stuff. But it's possible that you could go through not knowing if you were going to have issues with Down syndrome or anything. If you get an amniocentesis, which is when they take a needle and they take fluid from the umbilical cord, they can tell you pretty definitively if you're going to have some developmental issues like Downs. There's also about a 10 to 15% chance, I think, that doing an amnio spontaneously aborts a baby. Oof. Well, and, and that's also why, that's being, why having
0: uh, Downs doesn't automatically say that that child is unviable, Down syndrome.
1: Right. Right. I 100% agree. But like when my wife and I went through uh, our first baby's whole thing, we did a, a testing, a blood test on us that basically said, what's the chance that you could have a baby with Down syndrome? And it was, you know, in the one in 50,000 range or something like that. So they said, if you want to be more specific, you can do an amnio, but that gives you a one in 150 chance of, of knowing it's, I'm, I'm getting some of this off. Cause again, I'm not a doctor, but, uh, but that does run the risk of spontaneous abortion. And we were just like, you know, we just, we, eh, sorry, spontaneous miscarriage, yeah, not abortion. I misspoke twice. um, But it, it's just, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you can always argue whether or not it's okay to abort a baby that's got Down syndrome or not. You know, I'm not trying to de- debate that here. What I'm saying is, it is possible to go through all that and find out if your baby's gonna and not know if your baby's gonna be malformed or any of that stuff.
0: Well, like a heart heart outside the rib cage, that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: I mean, you may not know, but with modern technology and what doctors generally encourage, I. I think it would be extremely rare, like one out of a million, if I had to guess, of women who won't avail themselves of any of those options, you know, to find out. So to your point, well before birth, you're going to know if those are issues, um, but it is possible to get there without that happening.
0: Well, this uh, I'm going to read here a summary. It's called HB2491. Dubbed the Repeal Act, because it repeals most restrictions on abortion, and this is what the bill states: eliminates the requirement that an abortion in the second trimester of pregnancy and prior to the third trimester be performed in a hospital. So it doesn't have to be performed. Abortion doesn't have to take place in a hospital.
1: I think most of them aren't.
0: Uh, But this is even later, like even later in the in the pregnancy.
1: But even then, I think they aren't. I think they're done at clinics, uh, special facilities. I had. Another some friends from college, um, who had twins that had a thing called twin to twin I can't remember the perfect term for it, but it's twin to twin transfusion. Basically there's something wrong with one of the twins that it's basically taking absorbing
0: the other one basically.
1: Take blood flow, like the blood flow is only oh, going got one it. way. Right. Babies weren't gonna survive. Um and so they had to make this whole heartbreaking decision of going and having that pregnancy terminated. I mean, those those babies weren't going to survive. They would, they would uh, miscarry, and the mom was going to deliver them at like four months or something like that. And so they opted to go, you know, terminate that pregnancy. Uh, but they had to go to a whole other state to do it because they were second trimester, and it was, I mean, it was a... It was a legal procedure and everything, but there are only so many facilities that do that stuff. You know, your run-of-the-mill hospital isn't going to do it.
0: All right. And, uh, okay, the bill eliminates all the uh, procedures and processes, including the performance of an ultrasound required to affect a woman's informed written consent to performance of an abortion. However, the bill does not change the requirement that a woman, woman's informed written consent be first obtained. But you you can obtain it now without showing. It's it's not required to show an. Ult- I thought, I didn't know it was required. Oh, it depends on the on the stage. Yeah. Okay. So like if it's first trimester, they don't have to do an ultrasound. Mm-hmm. But they were, I guess, according to Virginia law, they had to show an ultrasound if it was um, um, second trimester. Yeah. Right. And you
1: know this is the big misconception that all of the anti Roe or uh, the the pro Roe v Wade people have. They're like. You know, getting Kavanaugh and Gorsuch and all these conservatives on the court, they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Overturning Roe v. Wade doesn't mean that abortion is now. Yeah,
0: it wouldn't be such a bad thing. It for, would be, for people that want abortions.
1: It would be kicked back to the states, and yeah. the states would decide. Right. So if you're
0: if yeah if you're in if you a, live in California, right.
1: you're still going to be able to
0: abortions on demand.
1: Same in New York. I mean, it's not going to. It would just so this incredibly disgusting. Law that passed in New York, which we talked about last time, and the one that they tried to pass in Virginia, it failed in a committee, subcommittee five to three, which isn't much, but it failed. Um, so this law, this proposed law did not pass, uh, but they'll try it again. I'm sure uh, it would in those states. Yeah, you could. But in states like, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, places but, but that's that are more not conservative, good. that's not
0: good enough for the pro abortion people. They're like, well, then that's that's not that's not good enough. We're not? We're not going to have that. Uh, states' rights don't. We want the federal government to be in charge of um, how states um, allow per, uh, the procedure, and they want it performed up to fucking their trimester. That's that's their that's their angle.
1: Do you want to hear the definition of irony? So this uh, this trans woman, the delegate who mm-hmm. proposed this in Virginia,
0: as opposed to trans woman.
1: Yeah, I think on the same day. Uh, or within a very short period of time. She just proposed a law to protect this, um, this certain caterpillar from being damaged or endangered. Um, so it, it's just she's she's trying to put more laws in place to protect an insect than she is a human life.
0: Well, there's a lot of those real weird um ecological lefties that really kind of think humans are cancer and that the world would be better off with, with a, with very few humans on, on the planet. And they're proud of that, you know, that outlook.
1: Well, I wouldn't necessarily, even. I agree that there are people like that. I wouldn't say she's necessarily in this category. Maybe she is, but I think there are a a very large percentage of pro-life people who view a pregnancy as a thing that is disruptive to your life. So, therefore, because you're involved in that biological process, you should just be able to terminate it if you mm-hmm.
0: want. Well, speaking of the, the, you said the governor that gave that, uh, was it the governor? I believe it was, yeah. Okay, that gave the interview. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, well, I want to clear up some misconceptions because it really sounds like it's worse than it is. And then he goes on to make it sound even worse, right? Yeah. Um, but one thing I remember him saying is that, it still required two physicians to sign off on the abortion and I'm reading this the summary of the HB 2491 bill it says the bill eliminates the requirement that two other physicians certify that a third trimester abortion is necessary to prevent the woman's death or impairment of her mental or physical health as well as the need to find that any such impairment to the woman's health would be substantial and ir- irredeemable the bill also removes language classifying facilities that perform five or more first trimester abortions per year as hospitals for the purpose of applying, blah, 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 blah. Uh yeah, but didn't didn't, didn't you hear him say that that no, that no, you still had to have two uh, two physicians.
1: I did not hear him say I, that.
0: I, I did, because that's why it struck me to read this that, that obviously says no,
1: that's not true. The New York bill doesn't require uh two doctors, it requires a healthcare professional. Okay. Which could be lots of stuff. Okay,
0: so he's probably part he's probably being sneaky here, then I don't know. He's probably, I just, when they said physicians, or he, maybe he didn't even say physicians, maybe he said healthcare provider. I don't know. I don't
1: know. It's, it's sick. It's just the idea that you can, you know, you can, in my mind, murder a kid. You know, for me, the, I don't know if for me life begins at conception, or I, I don't know, but I do know that once we're past 22, 23 weeks, I'm, I consider that to be a human. I mean, in my mind, you're killing a kid.
0: According to the Virginia Gazette, Democrat Governor Ralph Northam, Attorney General Mark Herring, and a number of Democrats in the Journal Assembly are backing the legislation, which equates ending the life of an unborn baby with providing women health care. Quote, I'm going all the way to the Supreme Court if I have to in order to protect Virginians' health care, Herring said. Uh, Another quote uh, from Tran. For women seeking reproductive care, the additional costs and obstacles imposed by existing regulation could potentially include unpaid time off from work, hospital fees, and other emotional distress. That's from Tran. These restrictions harm women and have disproportionate effects on low-income women and women of color in Virginia. Uh, so they're, you know, this is their excuses. Regarding the New York abortion law, New York right to life warned the legislation repeals protection in New York law for a born-alive infant authorizing infanticide. That's, that's pretty stark right there. That's kind of how I'm, that's where I'm feeling about this.
1: Well, I, I won't dispute. I won't necessarily agree with, but I won't try and dispute that it does affect uh, lower income women, uh, you know, more adversely. But here's the thing. We said it last time when we talked about this, pregnancy doesn't really sneak up on you. You know, I mean, it's, you're, you're having sex and pulling the goalie. You know, if you're not if you're not gonna take responsibility for your own uh, birth control, when it's cheap and easy to get, and I don't want to get in a whole debate about, you know, is should birth control be affordable? It is affordable. You know, don't fuck a guy without a condom. Yeah. And birth control pills are cheap. Yeah, cheap. Well, I
0: mean, and and condoms condoms work. So. Uh, I got to read this quote. This is good. Uh, a Christian nonprofit uh, litigation firm, Liberty Council, declared New York's Reproductive Health Act to be infanticide. And this is their quote here. A child can be tortured and killed seconds before it's born in New York simply because it is seen as an inconvenience to some and a money maker for others, said Matt Staver, founder of, and chairman of Liberty Council. If the child happens to be born alive, it can now be left to suffer and die. New York has dehumanized the child in the womb including those born alive after a failed abortion this is infanticide. Yeah, I'm that's my feeling on this.
1: I don't know. I just it just strikes me. There, as... You can have
0: a conversation with somebody about abortion when and, and not think that person is evil. If 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 they're right. coming at it from the attitude of It's not something to be proud of. It's not something to celebrate. It's something that's necessary because women will do this. It's and and there are legitimate needs for it. But also there's the fact that, you know, there is the fact that there are women that will go out and do the back alley abortion thing if it's if it's not available to them. Um, And you can discuss that with them because, yeah, they're they're legitimately worried about the the livelihood of women at that at that situation. But it's still if somebody says, you know, I've had five abortions and it's nothing different than pulling teeth. Yeah. Shout your abortion. Fuck you. I can't have a conversation with that person. No.
1: And look, regardless of whether or not it's legal or illegal, we are as a society are going to need abortion services. Yeah. I mean, there are times when
0: it's it's a it's a. Procedure as old as time. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been happening ever since women got pregnant. They've, you know, uh, attempted to to abort the child for one reason or another, mm-hmm. and and it's been, it's going to happen. You have to you have to recognize that, but you don't. There's nothing to celebrate in it. That's what pisses me off.
1: Well, again, I'll. Say this yet again. If we look at, I mean, the stuff I say we're going to need it for, I'm always queasy about the idea that a woman gets pregnant from rape. And, you know, the right to life people are saying she has to carry that baby to term. I understand it's not the kid's fault. I get it. But that woman went through a terrible traumatic experience and now she, you're making her go through the whole. I mean, it's not a choice she made, it happened to her. So I can, I can certainly be open to it then the idea yeah, that's that- not a
0: situation where i'm i'm going to think of the person as being immoral or being cavalier or anything right. like I'm that not, you know
1: i'm not comfortable with it but but, but i don't look, look at that per-
0: I-, I understand and i can put my myself in that person's shoes and go look yeah this is a a situation that's really hard to deal with and it but but you can't deal with this whole third trimester right. for no good reason except for mental health because she just oh i feel I feel like it's gonna stress me out too much and right. they go well, that's that's being ridiculous, no, it's not,
1: but again on the very the extremely rare occasion that it does affect the woman's actual health, like her ability to survive the pregnancy, I understand it then I understand it for the examples I mentioned before with you know friends of mine who went through this that there are certain times and, you know, you sort of need that. But the idea that it's just like Michelle Wolf's thing about, you know, have an abortion. If you want an abortion, Yeah, that kazoo get kazoo
0: voice comedian.
1: Yeah. I, this idea that this stuff just sneaks up on you and, look, you made some choices. And I realize that that's unfortunate for you, but that happens to a lot of people in a lot of different walks of life in you make choices and bad things happen.
0: Oh, well, and, and I think a lot of the attitude, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but there's attitude out there from the hardcore feminists and leftists that just so hate men that, that they just want to shove that in their face. Like it's my body. It's my thing. You have nothing to do with this. Fuck you. And that attitude is part of it too. Even well, if it's not the main driving factor, it's part of it.
1: Here's my question to those people. So, um, and this is where I think you sort of get the feminists. So you get a, a woman who is so le- let us go with their reasoning that a baby isn't a baby until it's born. Uh, well, quickly before I get to this point, there was a and I have to consider the source. I saw a thing from Tucker Carlson that said something like seventy-two percent of people who are pro-choice are not comfortable with third-trimester abortions. It sounds. It I don't sounds correct me. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. I'm getting it from Tucker, so it could. It could. And he's pretty on the ball he is but i have to acknowledge that he is a very biased source
0: yeah, so of course but he, he vets his thing his yeah, his, stat, his his facts does. very well
1: but just like if i was making a point from the left i would yeah. have to i would have to note that it's from right. the left if someone on the left was saying you know 12% of women are uncomfortable with, i would say well let's consider the source first i'm trying to think critically on this but right. let's just say even if it's 50-50 so of those of those people who aren't in that camp who are like hey up until this Uh, Tran, up until the point of birth, it's not a human being. It's a procedure, right? So let's say a woman who's in an abusive relationship with a husband or boyfriend who's six months pregnant, and he comes in and he kills her, murders her. Those same people are going to want charges against him for murdering an unborn child, aren't they?
0: Well, I've I've heard that in the past, but I think part of this part of the legislation that's coming up is going to strip that from the laws, too, is what I understand. And now I don't have it in front of me here.
1: I what regardless of what the law says. Right. I believe those people, those feminists who say, look, there's here's your toxic masculine masculinity. This man just abused and killed this woman and her unborn child. You can't they can't make that argument because they're saying when they back stuff like this, that. It's not a baby until it's a person. I think a lot of
0: them are realizing that Purport the hypocrisy I mean. of that, though, and that's why they want to. The ones that are pushing for this kind of uh, legislation are also pushing to strip out the uh, the legislation that calls that murder a do- double homicide. They would strip out that too because they see the hypocrisy of that. That's the only reason, I think.
1: Yeah, I just.
0: But that's an opinion for me. That's not. I mean, I'd have to go into you know a lot of more re- a lot more research to actually get the um, actual facts about that
1: look in a really you know to make this an overly simplistic analogy but i think an analogy that's right on nonetheless uh, you know when it's like people are picking sides based on the colors of jerseys at this point blue versus red and they're buying into whatever their side says you know they're not thinking about it critically it's like when you have a guy on a football team you like and this has happened a few times now like with adrian peterson who played for the vikings who beat his kid you know and i'm not saying uh you know you can say whether or not he hit the kid with a switch so many times that the doctor took a picture and reported it you got ray rice who knocked his wife out in an elevator you got lamar hunt who punched a woman allegedly because she said she dropped he dropped the n-word on her uh or she dropped the n-word on him she says it's because she wouldn't sleep. He wouldn't sleep with one of her friend his friends. Um, my point is, there are people who will say, "Oh, that that uh, behavior is reprehensible. You can't have that kind of stuff until they're a fan of that team." And then they say, "Well, you, you know, come on." She, in Ray Rice's case, she did hit him first. I mean, yeah, he shouldn't have hit her, but she did hit him first. And what I'm saying is, we see these things now that I think people are saying well, I'm pro-choice, I'm rooting for the pro-choice team, I'm pro-life, I'm rooting for the pro-life team. Pick your issue, whatever it is, that people who are sort of uninformed voters are starting to see things like this and say, the bill says what? It says you can abort it up to the moment of birth. Uh." And they have this, this point of, it's not cognitive dissonance, but they have this point where it's like, what you say you back and the reality of it sort of conflict and you need to pick a side and people are, I think they're starting to have some real problems with some of this stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't
0: come at my viewpoint on abortion from any kind of um, like a religious stance. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've I've never been religious. I've uh, never raised religious, never had any kind of no true belief in any kind of religious uh, background, but um I still believe it's a very it's a it's a morality issue you don't have to have uh be in a camp of religion to be part of that but I mean I am on the right and you know I people on the right identify more with conservative Christians and and people that would be more apt to be anti abortion um maybe that's part of my team I guess but I don't I don't look at it as me personally being part of a team on this I just personal my my moral objection to it is my moral objection to it
1: no but I mean a team is in you know uh I like Democrats so I vote Democrat. I like Republicans so I vote Republican. And what your team if it comes down to how do I feel about an, a particular issue they tend to just go with what their party wants.
0: Yeah, if if uh, Republicans all of a sudden started going, well okay, we're just this is a losing issue. We're just going to go full term abortion. I mean, I, I my, that wouldn't it, would, it wouldn't be my team anymore. I wouldn't justify it. I wouldn't say, right. "Well, it's my team. It's got to be. There's got to be justification for it." No, I'd be like, "You fuck you. You fucked you done fucked up."
1: Well, my point is, when it comes to me personally, if Republicans went hardcore, like, and there are a lot of them, and I think I've made it very clear I disagree with them, if they said absolutely no abortions ever, any case, whatever, can't have it. Period. You do it, and you go to jail. I would say, I wouldn't say, Well, you know, I'm, I'm pro-life, and that's what my side wants to do. No, I would say, it, look, that's where I, that's where I break with you on this. I, you know, have, have trouble there. But I wouldn't just say, well, that's what my side wants, so that's where I'm going. Yeah. And there's too many people nowadays who are picking teams, and they're not wanting to think critically about this stuff. But
0: I think you don't necessarily have to think too critically about abortion. I think, I think you can— No,
1: it's sort of a visceral gut-churning right. Kind, right. type of thing. But my point is there are people who are pro-choice who say, okay, well, pro-choice is good— who are seeing some of this now and going like seriously third trimester 38 weeks 39 weeks yeah i think
0: i think the left is is splitting harder I, I think there's they used to be a lot more unified and they've taken it for granted and i think a lot of the hardcore cultural marxists and leftists are getting way way emboldened and they don't realize uh, they're overstepping well at this point
1: i want to segue into this other topic i want to talk about are you done here with this? Yeah. This, yeah so this, uh, I can't remember his name right offhand, the g- former Starbucks CEO who's making a run for president.
0: Uh, I can look it up real quick. While Lefty. I, talk. Yeah.
1: Um, I just heard an interview with him where he went after, um, uh, now I'm totally spacing on her name, Warren, Elizabeth Warren, about uh, her plan to tax billionaires and wealth and all this stuff. Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz. So they came out and said, what do you think of her plan? He goes, it's ridiculous. He goes, it's stupid. And he says, what's even worse than that is he goes, she's saying she doesn't want these multimillionaires. Well, she, he says I'm self-made and she was knocking on my, my door wanting money at one point. Hmm. And so he's pointing out, this is, I think the first sign of a split in the left, just like Ross Perot was a sign of the split on the right uh, back when Clinton won Yep. that, He's saying, no, no, there's nothing immoral about being a multimillionaire. He did this himself. He employed a lot of people. And now you have these people who are coming out and making promises that they will never back just to run and get. He said they're basically just making noise to be heard Mm -hmm. so they can fundraise and everything there. There's no point where any serious lefty thinks you're going to be able to just start taxing multimillionaires. And it's not going to collapse the economy. Because the truth is, those people can leave. You know, if you are rich enough to be, as Ocasio-Cortez said, ten making more than $10 million a year, you're, you are smart enough to get your money offshore someplace where the government can't tax it. So, not to get into a tax issue here, the point is there are some people on the left saying, you've done gone too far. You're pushing us towards socialism. And I heard Stephen Crowder debunking all this stuff saying... It's funny how socialists say that capitalism is evil. Capitalism is class blind. It doesn't care how much money you make. You make some money, they tax some money. You make some money, they tax some money. Socialism needs millionaires to survive. So it says they're immoral, but it needs their money to pay for everything else. Capitalism doesn't. And so this whole thing about, you know, dem. There are a lot of people on the right freaking out about how many lefties are saying socialism all the time and how comfortable they're getting with it. There's a lot of people on the left starting to go, no, 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 we're not going that far.
0: Look, Rooster, that's what laws are for. We just pass laws and then they can't leave. It's simple as that. Yeah. Exactly. It's simple. Exactly. I, I, I like how uh, Ocasio-Cortez thinks. It's just so simple. Everything's so simple. You just do it. You just do it. It gets done. We are we have ingenuity. That's what we have. You just you and just pay for it. If we need things done, we get it done. How? It just will happen. <laughs> out of necessity, it will happen.
1: As a quick aside, I was just thinking of something the other day. You know, she said how the world's gonna end in twelve years. And she has this green um she has this green plan to get us all on no fossil fuels within ten years. So it's important enough that we have to change the world within twelve or it's gonna end. But it's not so important that we can't take 10 years to get it all fixed. <laughs> she's an idiot. Yeah. I yep. hate talking about her, but she is a, she's a perfect example of the stupidity of the extreme left. And I will continue to talk about her if that elevates her to a point of like they're saying, yeah, she's the one we're going to use as our banner, you know, our, stand, our flag bearer. Great. Yeah. Yeah, you
0: know. and go ahead and take Elon uh, Omar with you, and and you sit there and you, you guys hug every time you get together and start talking because it it uh, it shows a lot of people
1: if that's the face of the new Democratic Party, <laughs> oh, what, more power. What you'll be him. voting for, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I fear someone like is it Schultz? The we just brought up his name. Yeah, I if he were to run and get the nomination, I would be more nervous about him beating Trump. Yeah, but
0: he's supposedly he's gonna do the independent thing, which which is why it's everybody's so fucking mad at him mm-hmm. on the left. I didn't. I think he actually got yelled at out in public by some lefty because they're like, "You
1: fucking, you're you're gonna get Trump reelected, you fuck." Well, that disagreement kind of is racist, of course. So yeah.
0: Well, let's do some table topics here.
1: All right, I am going to uh, take the opportunity to seize control of them. <laughs> All right, hang on.
0: Crack open that lucite brick. Grab a card.
1: Oh, here. Here's my my ASMR moment.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Ooh, sexy. We should have that stereo.
1: There's a new, I know I've talked about this stuff before, there's a new trend in it where they take a microphone and they pull, like, this looks like slime down across it. And it's supposed to be one of those tingle sounds, the trigger sounds or whatever they say they are. Yeah,
0: I, we got to explain this to people that haven't heard us talk about this. The ASMR is the, if you go on YouTube and you type in ASMR, it's just people whispering into microphones or like making, like scratching, scratching their fingernails on a sheet of paper yeah, or it, crinkling paper or cellophane. It's like these, it's or, just like monotonous little noises that supposedly is supposed to be very relaxing to certain people. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of the whispering, like they'll tell little stories like they're whispering in your ear kind of thing. Um, And then some of it is sexual.
1: (laughs) The stuff on YouTube generally isn't. No, it's not. Because it's, you know.
0: ASMR is, there's a sexual subset to it too.
1: Yeah, just like with anything else. Right. Yeah, but that's like the new thing now is the slime across the microphone, which is an interesting sound, but it's not relaxing. Oh, which mystery or unsolved case would you like to know the truth about? Um I know which one you'd really want to. The moon landing? Shut up.
0: <laughs> is the earth really flat or is it round? God, hey.
1: <laughs> Cuz you know what, somebody somebody on the left one day is going to find one of these and go, "I knew it. They were fucking flat earthers. Mm-hmm. Listen to them." In their little bunker. With I actually their guns, I guess I,
0: I'd have to think about it because I guess I'm not you know a lot of people would say the the j f k assassination
1: that's been solved,
0: yeah, so um there'd be a lot of the fucking nine eleven truthers out there that would love to go back and know everything about nine eleven mm-hmm. actually, even if you're not a truther, it would be nice to know everything about it, like from like a empirical no nonsense like this is what happened, and this is how it happened there's would.
1: a great um I saw it on the History Channel, they have a bunch of popular mechanics mm-hmm. uh people walking you through all that thing. And they were saying they were using like uh, models of how the plane full of jet fuel would crash into the building and what would happen. And it basically showed it would do exactly what it said it would do. Yeah. Just like uh, there were some guys who did. It was called Unsolved History. It was an Unsolved History show. And they would do stuff like uh, they would forensically recreate stuff like the OK Corral shooting, Mm -hmm. figure out what happened there. Well, they did the JFK one and they took this uh, Australian sharpshooter with the exact same rifle. And they reenacted it all to scale in a moving car and used watermelons for the heads and everything. They did it five times. He completed it four of the times. Hmm. And the one time he didn't was because that gun jammed. So, so what
0: what what uh, the what unsolved mystery would you like to...
1: I know which one you would want to, though.
0: I can't even... Honestly, I can't think of the one. Black
1: Dahlia. That seems like that really is.
0: That I mean, yeah, it would be interesting, but... Um...
1: I would want Jack the Ripper.
0: yeah. Yeah, there's lots of lots of theories about it. People like some people are very adamant that they've got it figured out. So it would be kind of cool to figure out like to know exactly what really happened in that situation.
1: Yeah, I've heard the whole thing about it was two people. And
0: isn't there still a question about the Zodiac Killer, too?
1: I think so. I I I guess I don't know enough about it.
0: There was a movie Zodiac. I think I I saw it It was pretty good Uh, and they pretty much had it. they, They had their their slant on it and they pretty much think they had it all figured out and who did it. Mm-hmm. and it made sense. I just like to know for sure.
1: <laughs> I either um either Jack the Ripper, I want to know the whole mystery behind that uh the Bigfoot footage that you see all the time.
0: Oh, who did that? That little lurking in the in the in the fur suit? Yeah, was this? it
1: was it a guy oh, in a, a super eight. suit? Cuz I've seen stuff that's saying, "Look, it's totally a suit. It's absolutely a suit." Um and then I've seen like anthropologists who've looked at it and said the way that creature is structured and the way it moves, whoever did that would have to know a whole lot about how primates, because they're like, it's not a guy. It doesn't move like a guy in a suit, you know? Hmm. But the interesting thing I heard about it was, so there's the, there's the guy who filmed it. And then there was a guy who was with him. Right. And they said, they don't believe the guy who was with him knew what was going on. That if they faked it, they were bringing him along as sort of this guy who didn't know anything about it, and he was going to lend it credence because he was like, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know this. They pointed out that that guy had a 30 aught six rifle with him. And they're like, how did they know he wouldn't just shoot this guy? If it was a guy in a suit, it was pretty dangerous. Hmm. So, yeah. All right, we're back to the dumb ones. I'm going to say this just quick, and then I'll do another. If you could wear anything to work, what would you wear?
0: Um, probably a banana hammock.
1: I already wear what I want to wear to work.
0: A threadbare leopard print banana hammock, specifically.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh, which, uh, I wear what I want to wear to work, so. Uh, which fictional character do you wish you could meet? Ooh. Fictional? Mm-hmm. Oh, There's a lot of them, probably. Um. Jack Reacher.
0: Of course. Of course he would. Well, explain who that is.
1: Lee Child's main character through all of his books. He's really he'd be he'd be kind of boring to meet. I guess I'd want to meet him more just to be like so that's what he looks like. But he's a pretty dismissive character. Like he'd be like, "Yeah, so you're a person, big deal," you know. Yeah. He wouldn't find you interesting. He probably wouldn't be interesting to talk to. He'd be smarter than you and <laughs> you know, but I just it would be like it would be like meeting someone that you know, you've always wanted to meet, just the say you met him. Yeah, if
0: I had more time to think about it, I'd come up with something more interesting, but maybe... Uh,
1: Agent Franks?
0: Yeah. No, uh, anybody from anybody from the Lyric Ria's books would be cool. Like from the, the Grim Noir stories, the... Ooh, Faye, the character Faye. Who was the German guy? Was it Franz? Uh, it was Hans. Hans of
1: Franz or something like that.
0: Yeah, he was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, he was cool. Nobody's
0: going to know what we're talking about here,
1: though. Hard magic. Uh, it's the trilogy by uh, Larry Korea, Larry that Korea, Grimoire series. Yeah, it's very good stuff.
0: It's good um, stuff. And uh, Mal from Firefly.
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know, and what? Wash,
0: Wash, and Mal, I all the whole like, the whole crew. Basically, I feel like
1: meeting Nathan Fillion would be like meeting. That's true, like, but
0: like like meet the whole crew, it would be pretty cool.
1: Uh, if you could trade houses with someone whose home, w- if you could trade houses with someone whose home, would you choose
0: uh, yours? And. Yeah. Shut
1: up! You don't even know how to get there. I know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. It seems I like I could it. trade
0: houses with somebody I knew. I wouldn't because I've got my own sense of how I like things in style, and I'd have to just completely change out their house if I moved in. So forget what that.
1: What sport would you wish was more popular? What sport? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Hobo punching. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Like three demons. I in a just. Row. I'm not a
0: sports guy, so no, I don't care.
1: Okay. Here we go. What scared you most when you were young?
0: Uh, I think, well, how young, uh, I, I don't remember very far back. Uh, I, I watched John Carpenter's The Thing when I was far too young and it still affects me today. I'm, I'm still very freaked out by that movie.
1: Um, there was a, do you remember, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the TV show, the abominable snowman, the big white thing. Yeah. I remember being real little and seeing that and having it scare me. But then there was a Star Trek episode because my dad watched the original Star Trek a bunch when I was a kid. I was like seven or eight maybe, uh, probably even younger than that. There was a monster in one of the episodes that looked somewhat like that, and I think every scary thing I've conjured up in my head has been some derivation of that. Hmm. Big, hairy, Bigfoot-looking monster or something, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't... Uh, I think anything small,
1: um, like, yeah, well, like... Ventriloquist the, dummies. Oh, yeah. those, those are, scare the shit out of me. Uh,
0: anything small and fast-moving. So or I shouldn't say small, like, like, you know, bigger than a spider, but smaller than a, than a chicken. Yeah. Like a, like those little lizards. Like I didn't, I never liked lizards. They always freaked me out.
1: Did you ever see that video of the guy with put the spider costume on his dog yeah. and it went around? <laughs> that <laughs> would probably make ran me Ran to the door to would, his wife. That would that make scream? me shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> me too. I would lose it. Yeah. So. All right. Well. All right. Um, enough table topics. I want to talk about this. Uh, I'm going to say fake hate crime for the gay black actor Jussie Smollett Smollett from uh, the TV show Empire, who claims that he lives in Chicago. Not that he claims he lives in Chicago, but this happened in Chicago. He says he was jumped outside of a Subway restaurant at 2 in the morning where he went to get a sandwich by two guys that he claims were in ski masks it's been reported that they were wearing maga hats but he turns out he didn't say that but they were yelling this is maga MAGA country." country or something and they beat him poured bleach on him and put a noose around his neck and he says he survived this beating managed to drive to a friend's house he didn't go to the hospital correct to a friend's house called the police and they this they didn't put a noose around his neck they put a you know, cord around his neck. That
0: was like a clothesline.
1: Yeah. But it was still there when the cops got to the friend's house where he was. Like, he didn't think to take it off. So some of the things that have come up on this are Jericho Green, who's a YouTuber we both watch, said, he goes, I did some research on this. Um, Bleach freezes at 17 or 18 below. No, above. No, can't be above freezing. Bleach won't freeze it. I thought you know the no. fr-
0: temperature of freezing is 30, 32 degrees.
1: Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's what yeah, it. Was. was it was it okay. freezes
0: it freezes about seventeen above.
1: Okay, so even even let's just say for the sake of argument, cutting this Jussie guy as much slack as we can, seventeen or eighteen below. Let's just say, at that particular time, at that particular night, in that part of Chicago, it was minus twenty one.
0: Yeah, well, it varies between 17 and 21 is what they were saying. But right. so
1: this bleach was probably frozen right. unless they jumped him right at the right time. Or they were
0: waiting in a car and they had it in a car with yeah, them. Maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, so uh, that's sort of circumspect.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's not something I'm going to point to as saying, oh, it's fraud because yeah, of that. That's, but it,
1: it starts leading you down that path. Yeah,
0: there's all kinds of stuff. And then that Tim
1: Pool, who we both follow. And by the way, if you don't follow Tim Pool, check him out. Tim is he claims to be uh, left of center. I don't think he is.
0: He's got two YouTube channels, uh, and one's kind of Tim more Cast of a... And Tim Cast. is one. I can't remember what he calls the other one. Just look up Tim Pool.
1: Videos are generally about uh, 15 minutes long. But he's... Factually, he's right on with this stuff. He's right on. He said he's from Chicago. He's hung out at the spot all the time. He goes, the idea that anybody there would ever say MAGA is crazy. He said it's a very liberal part of Chicago. He goes, not only... Not only is there probably not anybody down there saying that, there's probably nobody in that part of well, Chicago even thinking. And about it. he also
0: said anybody wearing a MAGA hat shouting MAGA country in that area would be the ones getting attacked.
1: Well, they <laughs> they, weren't wearing, they weren't wearing the hats, okay. according to him. But uh, according to the Jussie, the actor, the uh, guy saying he was attacked. So um, then he didn't take the cord off his neck. After this attack, he just waited until the cops showed up. Uh, But Jericho Green also pointed out, he goes, what kind of guy gets beat up by two guys and manages to just get up and walk away from it?
0: Yeah, they showed the picture of his uh, his his so-called beating. And he had a very small um, little scratch on on his cheekbone. Yeah, maybe not even an inch long scratch that that was like very telegenic scratch.
1: Yeah. Check out Jericho Green on this, because he, he phrases it way better than I can. He goes, but something like, what kind of pussy-ass beating is this when two guys do it? Yeah. If they're gonna, His point was, if two guys are going to jump you so much that they're going to pound you into the ground to pour bleach on you and put this liner on your neck, you're going to look more fucked up than I just got a little scratch on me. But more importantly now, it's come out today that the police, there are 12 police officers and the FBI is involved, yeah. against, which is insane. Because it's a hate crime. Right. So they're checking surveillance cameras from all around and they can't find any sign of this happening. Right. They do say there's two people of interest they want to they want to see. Yeah, but
0: that's because yeah, it's
1: you know, out of
0: thousands of right. cameras in in 2-mile radius or 3-mile radius, they probably saw two people walking probably had no relation to this whatsoever. But in also, down,
1: but in downtown Chicago, there's no video evidence yeah. of this having had happened.
0: Also, um, they wanted a phone a phone conversation or, or text messages and phone conversations from his phone after this. The police mm-hmm. and they, he refused. Exactly. So, uh, Kurt Schlichter, do you know who that is? No. Um, he's a blue blue check mark verified Twitter user, but he looks. He must be a conservative because he goes. This is his quote about this. Hey, fellow white Trump supporter. I suggest we go out late at night in Arctic temperatures in deep blue Chicago with rope and bleach in case we run into a supporting actor on Empire and attack him yelling MAGA, because, of course, that sounds plausible.
1: <laughs> Especially <laughs> if he's a gay black actor. You know? This
0: is from Michelle Malkin.
1: If he's, Wait, if he's, nope. if he's a gay black actor in, uh, in a wheelchair, mm, then you hit oh, the diversity check factor right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Michelle Malkin reported, despite TMZ's claim that Smollett had quote the hell beat out of him and attackers quote broke his ribs plus subjected him to a chemical attack an ambulance was not called and he instead uh quote self-transported to the hospital uh, cwb chicago a local public safety watchdog site reported on police dispatch records documenting that smollett's friend frank refused ems services for smollett no mention of bleach was made uh, uh no or minor injury was observed. So either minor or no injury was, was observed. And officers never sent a quote flash message with offender descriptions to field units. So even after they talked to him, they, they didn't send out anything saying, hey, be on the lookout for these possible assailants. So they probably didn't believe it right off the bat. And they said when, he, when they showed up, he still had that thing around his neck. Yeah. 45 minutes later, the uh, clothesline. And they said it wasn't, it didn't resemble a noose. It looked like he had a, around his neck like a necktie. <laughs> The guy must be going off the deep end, I'm thinking.
1: So first and foremost, if this really happened, I hope they find the people who did it because you can't be doing that stuff.
0: And, you know, they need training. What do you mean? Well, they did it all wrong. (laughs) Disavow. (laughs)
1: Disavow. Uh, I was waiting for that. But again, uh, in all seriousness, I hope that if this really happened, I hope they find those guys and I hope something bad happens to them. I don't believe that's going to happen because I don't believe it didn't happen. So what I want to know is Beyonce and, you know, Oprah and everybody who tweeted out about, you know, this kind of thing can't happen in America and this modern age and blah, blah, blah. What are they going to say when it didn't fucking happen? What are they going to do?
0: Sweep it under the rug. It's not it's going to be something that nobody's going to be talking about in a week.
1: But those but those tweets are out there.
0: Yeah, it does. they're there
1: now. They're screen capped. Somebody's got yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but it does, it, that doesn't matter. It, it's who presents it. And the mainstream media will not present the that. That's not going to be part of their story. So people aren't going to hear that part of it, regardless of how much evidence there is. Once it comes out that this was a fraud and he staged it or somebody staged it um, and it's all bullshit, um, that's the end of the story. The mainstream media will not report on it.
1: But what bugs me the most about this stuff, aside from the lying, the just flat-out lying and the manipulation, and I don't know what's wrong with this guy. How many fucking
0: police officers and FBI agents were were, uh, taken away from doing legitimate work?
1: Right. But how many more people, when this does actually happen to someone somewhere, who are people who might be inclined to not agree with or like this gay black actor's lifestyle, to just instead of saying, man, I hope he's okay, I hope that doesn't happen again, if it legitimately happens at some point, those people don't just go, well, whatever. It's all fake anyway. It's always fake because so many times it has been faked. We've seen so many fake hate crimes that at some point people are just going to stop believing when they really happen because they're rare. But the, uh, the I don't want to say proposed incidents, the, the fake ones far outweigh the actual actual occurrences you yeah know? it's 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 mostly it's just crying wolf it's
0: mostly um false hoax ha- hoax hate
1: to steal matt and Blondes. right yeah
0: that's their their segment they have weekly uh ho- hoax hate segments where they bring up all these and
1: uh, you
0: know they every once in a while they get one that's like you know what it's it it sounds like it might be true or it turns out true but that's like one one in a i don't know yeah. hundred we're Not re- even.
1: for those who don't know we're referencing uh Matt Christensen and... Uh, and his everyone.
0: co-host Blonde on Beauty and the Beta. Yeah. It's a uh, live streaming uh,
1: YouTube show. We had Matt on episode 34, I think it was. If you haven't listened to that, yeah. go back and listen. But I just... I, it bugs me that they will continue to do this fake stuff. And what does this guy think? I mean, how does he think he's going to get away with this if it's fake? And what is he expecting to get out of it? There's, there's just no way that you can pull this fake shit off.
0: Well, why does it keep happening? I, people, people think that what, yeah, do they not? Well, the thing is, I, when I bring this up to people that aren't as clued in as we are in, in all this, and I'm not patting myself on the back, it's just that I pay a lot more attention that your average person, um, like your boomer, mm-hmm. let's say, um, when I talk to them about it, they have no clue any of this stuff happens. Because right. they hear, oh yeah, uh, someone got their hijab pulled off. Yeah, I heard that's a that's a that's only it happens you know like once a month. And I'm like, no, it never happens. It, people get, claim it happens, and it mm-hmm. turns out it's false. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, because you're just hearing the initial claim, and then when it turns out it's false, you're not hearing the follow up.
1: Yeah, you have a confirmation bias. You have well, it's a hateful country, and Trump's a dick. So but yeah, it's yeah, it's happens. not even
0: their fault really. It's it's the it's the manipulation of the media.
1: Right, but people hear a thing they're inclined to want to believe, so they yeah. just believe it. Instead of saying, geez, I think that's bullshit, you know, if
0: well, yeah, it's true, because I've had if
1: a guy was wearing a MAGA hat said two black guys jumped me and beat the crap out of me and said, you know, MAGA dies now or, you know, all that stuff, whatever. I would go I would still say, all right, where's the evidence? Yeah, me too. I wouldn't be like, see, they hate white people.
0: Yeah, you know it's pretty easy to suss out. If it seems hinky, it's if it's got something about it that just doesn't, doesn't seem to add up, then it generally doesn't add
1: up. Well, like Jericho Green goes, he go, he says they got everything. They got the chemical attack. They got the noose around his neck. They got the MAGA hats, and they beat He's like, he's like, they made sure they got it all in there, you know. Yeah, so. I don't know. I just think it's... Yeah, I
0: there's there's lessons to be learned from this. I I want to wait until everything's done, said and done and then it gets swept under the rug and then we'll talk about it a little bit more and talk about the lessons to be learned from it, but from now it's just like it's just more of the same bullshit.
1: But I think this fake stuff is going to come up again. I think there are people on the right starting to hold some people accountable saying, "Hey, look, you know, when this fake thing happens, so if a Kamala Harris runs for president, which she says she's going to do, I think these things are going to start coming up." How can well, we believe you when you jump on board with all this stuff? It's not
0: Kamala. It's Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. Kamala. That's how she pronounced it. And also she she did come out with a video saying she's running for president. And she ended it with, as always, Wakanda forever.
1: Did you know that's a racist term against white people?
0: It's a dog whistle.
1: Yeah, it's a dog whistle yeah. to black It's a hateful dog whistle. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It is. Right. We don't have to prove it. We just we keep, don't. We, we just, just need to saying. say it. Do you know coincident or not coincidentally? Um, she's she's married to a white guy. Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, she's got a lot of uh, credibility issues in the black community. You yeah, there's a lot of people, even are all on the left in the black in Democrats and on the left that are kind of suspect of her black cred.
1: Who <laughs> who in that field on the left doesn't have credibility issues with Democrats? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're going to break their ankles trying to leapfrog each other to get to, the, yeah. uh, to get farther left. Yeah. So,
0: But as always, Wakanda forever.
1: Wakanda forever. And
0: on that note, if you want to get a hold of us, it's rooster at breadandcircusespodcast.com or crow at breadandcircusespodcast.com.
1: Facebook, Bread and Circuses Podcast. And uh, drop us a rating or a like or pass this on because uh, we'd like to grow the channel. Thanks. All right. See you. Bye.